walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Motherfucking podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. This is episode two. I'm your host, Finn. Join me today. We have the dev from Terraformers NFT project, Peppy Sylvia, aka Captain Terraformer. How you doing, man? Doing well. Excited to be here today. Awesome. Good to have you. Uh, we just kicked off this whole platform and show, so it's it's been really exciting to see how quickly our schedule has filled up as far as new projects coming out and existing projects that want to get interviewed. Uh, and I really liked what you guys have going on with the Terraformers project. So I thought, Hey, we should, uh, we should get you on and talk about it. Um, first and foremost, do you guys have a launch date set or not yet? So we are kind of, yeah, well, first off, let me say I'm honored to, uh, be the second one on the show and uh yeah it's great uh very excited to see everything you guys have lined up in your schedule i'll be an active listener um yeah so as for a launch date i've been kind of trying to figure that out uh initially there was an interest in in launching um right with kind of talus kicking off because uh, originally the, the goal was to launch with talus uh due to some of the complexities of my projects in terms of on-chain data needs and building a data dashboard that ended up not being the optimal place because talus is not going to be storing uh, metadata on chain so i've now switched i'm working with the uh, nowhere team to uh, launch through them their new launchpad on v2 which i'm very excited about uh and you know in the middle of that whole switch we kind of hit an nft slump here and uh so yeah just trying to kind of time it you know i want obviously what's best for the community so still trying to figure that out and uh i'm hoping it'll be within the next month nice yeah they've been super flooded as far as new projects hitting them up to launch and i know everyone's been watching talus and waiting for them to release their launch pad and stuff and we've seen some teasers and everything but it's it seems to be a, an issue uh, not just in these nft projects but terra wide and i would even go further than that and say like multiple blockchains are having this issue as far as lack of actual devs that know like rust or solidity or whatever uh, the blockchain happens to be coded in and so you see these these projects that have like one coder and then like a bunch of community members and it's like man we definitely need more coders out there and i definitely feel the the pain for uh nowhere and random earth uh as far as how many projects are coming at them and they're having a scramble to, you know, make sure everything's set up and working properly for them all. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're doing a great job. They're, they're advancing. I mean, Random Earth is doing a great job too. And V2 of, of uh, Nowhere is impressive. And yeah, I think it's exactly, you know, what they needed to, the direction they needed to go with having the gallery views and the launch pad and everything like that. So yeah, I'm very excited to be, to be working with them. Yeah, it works. Their their latest update was awesome. It works so much better on mobile. Like their first version, it worked. But man, some of the some of the navigation and and how you had to get around was just very clunky. So the, I'm super excited that their their new version works really well. 
Yeah, it's funny. That's actually one of the things I pointed out with uh, them when I was talking uh, with their team. I was like, yeah, I just really struggle sometimes to navigate on mobile. And the guy goes, just wait soon, soon. And I was like, all right, I'll just be patient. And then, (laughs) yeah, they rolled it out and it looks great. Nice. So what kind of cool, uh, I don't know, we don't really call them tokenomics. I don't even know what, what we call that kind of stuff uh, for NFTs. I know in, in uh, tokens, we just call it tokenomics, the reflection percentages and all that. Um, what kind of cool stuff do you guys have going on with the uh, the NFT, like the numbers behind yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's, that's uh, definitely going to be a big thing. That's one of the things that kind of differentiates my project from some of the other ones that are out there there's a lot of different projects that are you know taking the concept of taking an anchor earn account and distributing resale of uh, secondary fees to other nft holders and a lot of times that approach is just like we're going to take it we're going to split it by however many people own and we're going to send it out um and so then you get a very diluted like pool and one of the things that's interesting about my project is i'm actually not doing it based on ownership but on ownership and a metadata characteristic, which is their rank. And so each of the ranks uh, basically has, well, first of all, each rank has different rarity. So uh, what percentage of people you're splitting the prize pool with could be as few as 100 or all the way up to 2,000 people that you're going to be splitting that prize pool with. But what it's never going to be is uh, you're never going to split the prize pool with all 10,000 people who own one of the NFT or, you know, and all 10,000 NFT like uh, owners. Oh, that's cool. Will. So like each category or each rarity rank has its own pool associated with it in a way. In a way. Yeah. So you actually like, they're actually kind of competing in a way or, or not, they're not directly competing in that. Like they don't necessarily directly affect the game. The game is what's going on with the Luna chart. So if Luna is uh, going up, let's say plus 20% that month, there is a rank which captures that movement. And if that's where like the month to month snapshot ends, uh, the rank associated with that plus 20% move is going to take and split the reward pool that comes out at the end of the month. So that's one of two ways that the community is designed to win uh, based on the ranks. And so, yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a, uh, the concept, it comes from a few different places, like in an internal um, group I'm in, there's a like betting challenge where we're basically just pooling money together to, to give it to a winner who gets closest to like the market prediction. Each oh, month. nice. Kind of just rewarding people who are good at predicting market moves for BTC or Ether. Yeah. Uh, so taking that concept and expanding it to like a community-wide uh, NFT platform. Uh, and then beyond that, by basically by taking the secondary fees and putting them into the Anchor Earn account, it's actually growing that. So the it's a perpetually growing reward pool also. So each month, you know, that pool should get a little bit bigger and uh, rewards a little bit better and a little bit more incentivizing to, you know, to be active and trading and whatnot. So that's a really cool idea. I liked the, the idea of, of, it going up or down based on what Luna itself is doing. Do you have any plans to expand that uh, into other tokens and have like these pools that, that go plus or minus on, on different chains or is this just kind of a, a Luna focus thing? Absolutely. 
Yeah, that's definitely on the roadmap. Um, so yeah, it, as a you know, as a true lunatic, like one of the, my biggest things is I want to create demand for you know for UST. So I would hope to chase this across you know other platforms where I can, and, and then uh, you know implement it and bring it back if possible to you know to be it kind of uh you know a gateway for people from other blockchains to to understand the power of ust and of luna you know by by taking and translating that same concept into something uh related to let's say soul or cosmos or any of the other ones on the ibc very cool and one of the things i really liked about you guys is that uh you're partnering with angel protocol uh it looks like you'll be doing five percent of the initial minting funds going staked with the angel validator which is super awesome and then uh two percent of every secondary sale going to be split between ust donations to charities and that uh those uh charities will be selected by the holders and and the validator which is really cool yeah, so that's definitely a part of the gameplay, and we didn't really get into that part yet. Um, so instead of just donating the UST to uh, Angel Protocol, which is one of the things I was initially going to do, I had this kind of epiphany, and it was if I stake that 5% with the Angel Validator, I'm still helping Angel, but I'm actually able to create a separate um, gameplay element, which is by creating uniforms within each rank, that are associated with airdropped projects, I can add a weekly airdrop. So basically all of the pooled um, airdrops associated with the angel protocol staking will then get randomly like lottery style airdrop to one of the NFT holders with the associated um, uniform. Uh, and that kind of sounds complicated, but here I can break it down a little bit more. Uh, let's say you have angel protocol and, you know, it's, and Stator Labs and, and Pylon and all these other ones. Each week I would rotate through them. So it would be one week would be angels and you would get all of the airdrops since the last time that the week, that it was angels week for the airdrop. So that could be, uh, you know, four, five, six weeks of airdrops collected. And there's going to be about 360 uh, uniforms per protocol in this initial batch. Oh, nice. Uh, and so that means you have a one in 360 chance of getting airdropped randomly uh, about, you know, four, five, six, you know, up to 10 weeks worth of um, collected airdrops associated with our uh, angel protocol staking. So yeah, those prizes could accumulate to be something pretty nice for people as a secondary kind of weekly thing. It adds a different gameplay element too, because you know, you can also then play the game where you're shooting for some of those airdrops or you, you know, let's say you think the market is going to move in one direction and you also know you want that airdrop coming up. So you want to buy, you know, specifically that rank and that uniform kind of creates a secondary demand within the, within the game. Right. So everybody starts out with just the the random ones that are generated and those are the uniforms that they get. But then once the secondary market kicks in, we can start looking on there and saying, oh, I, I have an anchor. I need an angel. I need this to kind of complete a deck uh, in a way. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. awesome. All I, that, I like it. All that trading is going to be, you know, just beneficial to the uh, to the community because those staking fees are just going 100 percent back towards the community. Or sorry, that not staking fees. Sorry, the, the trading fees are going to go 100 percent back towards the community. 
and you guys are doing a whitelist. How do you how do you feel about whitelists? I, I assume you've been in other projects as a as a investor and everything uh, before you started being a developer, or have have you been collecting for a while and had to deal with <laughs> with all of these uh, these whitelists that are happening? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have some mixed feelings about about whitelist. Uh, I mean, take it in our community alone. Uh, we had a an instance where basically an influencer like got really early access to that tweet. Like he was there within seconds somehow, and he was instantly able to get like six or seven hundred people from his community in right away. Uh, and then he basically had my my whitelist locked down uh, in under his control. And as a result, what he did was he came back to me and said, like, well, you know, I've done this for you. I want, you know, I want all these things for my community. I want free NFTs. I want, uh. you know, control of this and that. And so it kind of blew up in my face, to be honest with you. And that's kind of why I implemented this policy of, you know, if you're not going to be active, your whitelist status can be removed uh, because I, I want an active community i want people who want what's best for the community and uh you know you need to be real with your intentions and and that's where yeah it kind of blew up my face a little bit (laughs) we see that a lot too and like big botted influencers will just bring their bot farm over and then like try to use that as some sort of bargaining chip like if if you wanted to be part of the community like just be part of it you don't have to like hold it for ransom and shit (laughs) exactly what he did to me and i was i i just told him he could go away i said yeah i'd rather lose you know all 600 of your members and start over again than than give in and do damage to everybody else who came after you yeah and you got to think too like how many projects in the past has that happened to not necessarily from this one individual but just in general like i bet that happens so much and then you know normal people like you and me that that have to go to work all day and we can't spend all day on discord being active but you know we pop in daily and and check in and and Mm -hmm. everything and when people like that do that kind of stuff it's like man it definitely takes all the fun out of it oh it definitely does yeah yeah, I mean it's a uh, it's a it's a challenge, and that's kind of why I'm taking this approach of uh, of saying, hey, if you guys aren't going to complete and be active, then I'm going to have to remove you because this is a whitelist for people who want the best for the the community and for the project. Like I know it's an experimental kind of project; it's not your standard profile picture, speculative, you know, mint for three Luna and try and sell for fifty a couple days later yeah, sort of yeah. project. It's 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 a new form of, of utility for these projects. So the flippers to me, community. <laughs> like I, I get, they have their place and they can help certain projects, but like the flippers to me, just, it seems a lot like the people that scalp concert tickets. It seems like the people that like go to Walmarts and buy all the Pokemon cards before the kids can get them because they're flipping them on eBay. Like I, I respect the hustle, but at the same time, like my moral compass has a real hard time with that kind of move, you know, but I mean, everybody's got a hustle. So I definitely understand that. yeah and i agree like of course it's a different kind of hustle i'm just trying to design i guess an anti-hustle if you could yeah where it's it's not gonna be this instantaneous like you know 20 times i mean that's hard to say in crypto that's what everybody is looking for but i'm trying to build something that's gonna last and that lasting factor is gonna be that uh constantly growing community pool which we're gonna just 
you know, used to do cool things. I've, I've got some more things I want to develop on the line. Um, like one of the things I'm thinking about doing is uh, creating boosters. Like if you're uh, if you're super confident in your position for that month, you know, you could basically boost your position and you would basically fight for the, the boosted pool uh, against people who also were confident in their positions. So Some longs and like shorts, it sounds like, in a way. Yeah, I like yeah it. exactly. It's kind of like a longs and shorts on the NFT itself. That's cool. And what you're doing is you're taking a reward pool essentially of people who were long on their position and were wrong. So yeah, it's, uh, it's another thing I'm kind of thinking how to develop and how to implement that would come in down the roadmap. Um, another thing I, I've been kind of talking about with some people who have been expressing some interest in the project, uh, they were saying, you know, one of the things for them is they want instantaneous liquidity of the, um, of the NFT. And one of the things I thought was, is we have, uh token swaps you know token pools liquidity pools right oh yeah for instantaneous swaps well what about doing an nft uh sort of function like that so with mine it's you know i would have these different ranks so you could essentially swap in and out of a rank uh in a pool uh, against ust that came from the community fund and then that would basically provide instant liquidity for people to trade in and out of positions without having to wait for somebody to actually come pick up their secondary market one. Right, right. I wonder what that would do. I mean, all of this stuff is so new. Like, it's hard to really have that foresight of like, oh, I guess this could work. It might not. But like, it's a cool idea. And I think there's so much potential in this space. We had a... Uh, one of the cats we were interviewing or we had a chat with on uh, on the original Terra Spaces show, he was saying that like NFTs, this is just the tip of it. Like this is not anywhere near its final form and like trading JPEGs and PNGs and all that stuff like cool. But the underlying technology of it, like there's so much more potential here than just trying to make flips on on JPEGs, you know, like it's really cool, interesting oh, yeah. tech. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, right now, there's a lot of these NFTs, which are either focused around flipping or around, you know, game development and things like that. I mean, I think that's all very cool. But yeah, there's going to be wildly different applications in the end for a lot of this technology. And it's just the the tip of the iceberg. I think for me, one of the things I want to see with more terror projects is kind of finance related. Um, And I'm not going to say I'm, I'm creating something, you know, even nearly as complicated as it could get but with Terra being so DeFi focused and and really you know needing to center around and rally around UST I think it's a really cool place for a lot of kind of finance related NFT technology to come out yeah how many other NFT marketplaces have like a stable token there that you have access to and on top of that a beautiful way to put that away and gain some nice interest on it and then be able to use those funds. Like you were saying at the beginning of the the podcast, uh, to be able to do things with it in the community and use it for these, these NFT tokenomics. Exactly. Uh, I think that that's going to be a great application for kind of Terra NFTs to take it. You know, the art is a fun part of all of it, but in the end, it's it's the utility that can be built into anything related to Terra with these awesome applications that are, that are already out and are coming out soon. I mean, even look at Valkyrie, right? Like there's another opportunity that exists only on Terra 
for you know these these campaigns that are out there to you know to you can run a campaign for your uh, nft community with a valkyrie uh you know one of the valkyrie campaigns those kind of things don't exist in uh, other blockchains right now and i think that there's a really cool way that terra nfts can tap a lot of the ecosystem really efficiently yeah, I agree. You start out with like staking those USTs in Anchor. You take that percentage, you can put it into Apollo. You can take some of that and put it into Pylon if you're still messing with that. You can mess with the the Valkyrie stuff. Like there's so much potential. It's such a huge ecosystem. Like the launch of Prism coming out? Oh yeah. And there's a lot of different ways to do this. Super exciting. Uh, let's get back to the whitelist. That's still open and ongoing, or is the whitelist closed now? So there is still whitelist spots. So right now what I'm doing is uh, I'm doing a few different promotions right now with some um, other partner kind of NFT projects. So we just launched one with Terra Turtles. Uh, we kind of did a whitelist swap. So giving access to our ter- uh, to the OG Turtles Club for some of my members and then the coal five crew status for some of their members i have another one lined up for tomorrow actually and um yeah after that we're going to go down we're going to close the coal five crew status and we're going to open it up just to the coal five passengers until that's full and then beyond that and this is the one that i uh, i think is very cool uh and i'm happy to share this resource i worked with flipside crypto uh we talked about creating a kind of a validator checklist or like a validator staking check dashboard and what that's going to do is it's going to allow people to um, basically say hey if you are staking with this validator uh then and and you can check the quantities too uh then you know you can re- be on my whitelist in this position and so for my second part of my whitelist what i'm doing is i'm saying if you have five or if you have 20 um angel like luna state to the angel validator then you are eligible for like the second part of second phase of my whitelist uh and that's another way i just want to push like people to understand that angels out there and that they're doing good things and uh, to play their own part so yeah that's a dashboard i'm happy to share with anybody else who wants to do that uh, moving forward and it's again it's not mine it's the flip side crypto guys so yeah those guys are awesome uh, we're gonna get them on the show too and then i believe saturday or sunday we'll have the turtles uh crew on on the podcast so yeah, it's super okay, exciting. Great. Yeah, those guys are super cool. I, I yeah. enjoyed talking with those guys. Yeah. Hell yeah. I really liked your approach to the whitelist. Like I said, I've been messing with this for a while now, and I really get annoyed at the ones that are like, oh, go spam everybody you know and like get them to come in here. And when I saw your approach about having the, the crew and the passengers, like I, I really liked the way that was set up. And then when I saw uh, the the thing about the angel staking to the angel validator, I was like, oh, this is the place for me. This is This is super cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't result in this, like, you know, massive 30,000, you know, fake numbers kind of, of uh, discord. But what I'm hoping it, you know, can create is an active community of people who are, like, really invested in this cool, unique concept I'm working on here. And nobody needs to see, you know, just constant, you know, highs and, and whatnot. Yeah. Like, I have a channel, of course, for the good mornings and the good nights, because that's just, you know, that's just 
necessary in every crypto discord these days but uh i don't i didn't need people to be in there making fake you know 500 messages deep with no content i wanted to, to be a space to talk about this innovative project that i'm trying to bring and so is this what what's your team look like is this just you or do you you have a crew of like developers and artists or are you you the artist and the developer what's what's <laughs> what's the team look like yeah yeah so i mean i to be honest with you, I'm I'm both artist, though you could argue not a very good one, and uh, yeah, I'm kind of I'm everything for the whole team. Um, so art is not my forte. Uh, I have some minor experience in it, and I really struggled with this part of it. So I had the idea, I had the numbers all crunched, and I had everything I knew I wanted to do. But when I was reaching around looking for an NFT artist, the constant thing that came back was a lot of these are, I mean, and they do very cool stuff, but a lot of it comes down to they want money fast and they want to be done and out and on to the next one. They're yep. often cash grabs. They're flippers just um, like the, the the other side. It's crazy. Yeah, and so a lot of the the number crunching that I got was, hey, we want 20, we want 30% of that initial minting, uh, and then we want 2% of all the, you know, secondary sales mm-hmm. that come after that. And uh, I just looked at the numbers, and I looked at what was best for the idea I was trying to create, and I said, you know, that's it's not really going to fit within the model of what I'm doing. If I were to give up, you know, uh, 30 to 40% of that fee up front, then, uh, yeah, that's your that whole war really... chest for or a good portion of it for able to to be able to do the the things in the future. Exactly, and then I would it would have just really impacted the community and the ability to to do those those uh, innovative things I was trying to do. So I took the art on myself um, and dusted off some old uh, illustrator skills I had picked up back in school to put together. You know what is to be the art part of the project. <laughs> That's awesome. I I would have just done stick figures. Like I am the least artistic person, at least visually. Uh, My arts always came from like words and rhymes and rapping and that kind of stuff. So when I see cool art like that, I always get super jealous. Like, oh, why couldn't I be able to draw like that? Oh, trust me, I was tempted to do stick figures. I was actually tempted to do for a, for a hot minute, just put an up and a down arrow and put a percentage sign next to it and just like call it that. That's <laughs> awesome. I was like, no, I gotta do I gotta do more than that. That's gotta be, you know, it's gotta fit the NFT profile. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. How'd you come up with this with idea? You, this, the, the Terraformers was not my original concept for this, for an artistic perspective. I actually was going to pursue a much more kind of obvious uh theme which was a bull fighting a bear um and i was literally setting in on creating that art kind of profile and then i was on twitter one day and i saw the luna bulls and i saw their picture where they actually had a bear like in their picture with their bull and i was like well there goes that concept. back to the <laughs> drawing board start over yeah threw away all of that and uh and just spent a couple of days thinking about how i wanted to you know proceed with an artistic concept yeah that's that's crazy how that stuff happens like in multiple places at the same time people have those ideas and then it's like whoever executes first pretty much or sometimes it's whoever executes better but it's it's uh, yeah, interesting in their case, you know what i was i liked their art and i i decided to like let them have that lane and i would go try and create my own lane 
um, from an art perspective, you know, I respect those guys and everything they're doing. So definitely uh, just decided to, you know, let them have that one. <laughs> and like for me, I'm a huge space nerd more than I'm like a Bulls fan, I guess. I don't know. I used to like Jordan back when he played. I'm old. But yeah, the space stuff, <laughs> like I, I'm definitely intrinsically drawn to any like space stuff i don't even know how to explain it just space like yeah, i like space <laughs> so yeah i kind of landed on this sort of like retro like almost star warsy star trekky kind of vibe with my my drawings if you will um yeah got some different you know 10 different ranks all different uniforms and and whatnot so a little bit of a little bit of a kind of a casting crew from a old star wars sci-fi you know set so yeah, it's cool. I have you dropped many sneak peeks? Like the only one I've seen is the one in the uh the your Twitter profile. Is there more sneak yeah. peeks slipping around somewhere I'm not seeing? Oh, they're they're coming. Don't awesome. Worry. Awesome. Coming. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah, for I, sure. I uh well actually that's not quite true. So you can actually see all of the characters and the different ranks in the um in one of my Discord channels called, uh, wait, Showcase? I think it's, did I put it in Showcase or Strategies? I can't remember it off the top of my head. But yeah, I have them all in there as kind of a, a basically a infographic that shows. You oh, know, shit. Yeah, here they are. Okay. Yeah, they, okay. There nice. you go. Showcase. Uh, and totally. so, yeah, you'll see all the different ranks and everything like that, the, how they are equal and opposite of each other uh, in terms of the percentage gain or loss for Luna. And then, uh, yeah, a little description of what their kind of their role within the, the terra, like Terraformers universe is. Dude, you drew these? These are cool. I like it. Yeah. I like that drew, style. Drew like, that's, that's dope, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, been an interesting, uh, it's been an interesting process for sure. So are you like a coder by trade or like, what's your, what's your background? How'd you first get into this stuff? So honestly, this is my first NFT project. I am not a coder uh, by trade. I'm actually an engineer. Uh, I've just been a long time uh, follower of, of crypto. Uh, originally got involved back in like 2017. Um, nice. Have just, you know, been super active around for a long time. Um, I have some friends who've, uh, I didn't want to go super far and broad with the concept because I didn't want somebody to just be like, okay, cool. I'll take that and just make it my own and like cut you out. Um, and so I've been using kind of trusted friends and stuff like that. Uh, working a lot with the flip side crypto guys too, where needed where for like the on-chain data stuff. So yeah, kind of, kind of piecemealing together the, the team. Um, and yeah, I found that to be really necessary because of course, like I said, a lot of this is about, giving the funds back to the community in the form of that reward pool. And the more people I brought on full time, the more people who wanted to take a piece of that pie. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was again, to the detriment of the project in the community. So yeah, I, uh, I am not a coder or developer and uh, that that's made things challenging. It's definitely slowed me down too, because I've had to work and rely on, on third party people, you know, basically kind of contributing their time, um, you know, outside of their own daily lives uh, to help me answer questions and to get things done. Yeah. And especially, I mean, there's only two active and then if you count Talus, obviously three, but two active marketplaces and mints that you can kind of go with right now, unless you roll your own, which uh, 
again, more more actual coding development that none of us want to do or know how to do. So it's exactly. like you're yeah, really at their mercy. I was talking to Tyler guy the other day and, yeah, talking to them about their Mint and uh, their, you know, randomizer and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they might actually be offering a solution. I don't know if I'm supposed to drop that alpha or not, but they might be. They're currently exploring how to offer up their their solutions to a broader market. Um, but right now the Nowhere guys have been super helpful. They have their candy machine being developed by Speedboat. And so that helps with the randomizing part of it. And then, yeah, they're gonna be contributing with uh, with a lot of the other aspects of it. Um, and then the flip side crypto guys and I are working together on the data dashboard. So yeah, like I said, kind of different help coming in from the, the awesome ecosystem and the awesome people around the, the tarot. Uh, world to help me with this idea. Yeah, it takes a village for sure, like a whole community. And what what I've been seeing a lot is a, a lot of projects definitely need that community outreach person to like handle all of the community facing stuff. And I guess Pylon is the the big one that comes to mind right now, just because that all, all that stuff just went down and, and like 90% of their issues, it seemed like was just lack of community uh, communication, you know, like the, the devs are doing their thing and you have a telegram full of people wondering like where their airdrops are and you have no middleman or middle person there to, to kind of bridge the gap between like, okay, yeah, the devs are working on this. Let me explain to you what's going on so that you're not just left in the dark. And then you, you get a random medium post and then everybody sells. It's like, uh, communication is super important here. You guys. <laughs> communication is hard and it's, it's sure. definitely, uh, you know, it's hard to do, or it seems like it would be easy to do, but it's hard to do it right. I yeah. Think, a lot yeah. of times and it, it slips people's minds uh, I even, you know, feel like I, I struggle with it sometimes in my own community. There's a lot of things that I've spent so much time thinking about the intricacies of how I want to implement this project that I don't even realize some of the things that are maybe going over other people's heads. And so, uh, yeah, I, it's hard for me to sometimes communicate, you know, all these little details about my project because it's all on paper. And I, I know I've worked it all out, but then it's like, how do I communicate that effectively to make sure that everybody you know, knows what they're getting themselves involved in and, and understands and as excited as I am about it. Yeah, that's that's definitely the toughest nut to crack is like getting that spread out and and being able to convey like this is this is what I'm working on and like I wish you could understand it. It's very relative and you don't know which questions to ask when you're in that mode because you're you're doing it. You know, you're looking at it from your perspective and then somebody comes along with like no context at all and they give you like that that one that one piece of like insight that you you were missing but you didn't know you were missing until you know the the outside perspective comes and, and shows it to you yeah and that's been the really fun part for me too is you know there's been a few people who have engaged a lot about the idea yourself included and uh there's been a few different things that have come out of that where i'm like oh yeah that's really interesting i need to expand you know the the vision and include that that component and uh yeah that's that's always why the extra set of eyes is nice oh yeah what uh? What other NFT projects are you looking at, or can you uh, can you drop any any collab leaks or anything you uh, that's coming up? Yeah, so uh, I, I'll just tell you tomorrow we're going to be announcing a collaboration with uh, the Columbus 
the co the the co pioneer guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been talking to those guys for a while. They they've got a very cool you know art project coming out too, and uh, definitely you know looking forward to that collaboration. And yeah, uh, I've been also talking to a few other projects, but I can't quite disclose some of those guys yet. For sure. Yeah. You guys got a website coming out soon, or are we just sticking to uh, Discord and Twitter? I notice a lot of projects don't even really use a website because they are on random earth or uh, nowhere. So, um. Yeah, and so that was the thing. I started the development of a website myself, so I actually have one essentially all drafted up. Um, and it would be ready to launch, but in the whole process of uh, switching from Talos to Nowhere, they basically said, like, we're going to include the the Mint on our launch pad, so you don't need to integrate that into your website. And I said, all right, well, then, you know, a website is just another form of place I need to update. It's just another yeah. you know, task for me to manage right now. And um, it's I just, just another landing page. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. It was just a landing page, which basically was going to redirect them to where all the real information was, which was Discord. So I figured I might as well just push more for the Discord than the, the website. Yeah, I definitely, if given the choice between Telegram and Discord, like I'll be in Discord every time. <laughs> I don't know. I just got to, yeah. I'd never really cared for Telegram much. I mean, I get it. Like it works well. I just, I'm from IRC days. So like Discord and Slack were kind of more in my wheelhouse, I guess, than, than Telegram. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just nice to have all the, you know, more sorted content with yeah. Telegram. You just get a lot of, you know, when moons. And yeah. It's and so crazy. Whatnot. It just clutters everything. It's impossible to sort through, you know, what's meaningful and what's not. One of my favorite things lately on the, the Terra Spaces account is posting little random screenshots I find in these Telegram servers about just either like ridiculous questions or like somebody the other day came into the anchor chat and asked if there were any Rust developers. <laughs> like, yeah, I, it was so funny to me just because they just had that conversation of the AMA when they were like, yeah, we have like no Rust developers. And then here's somebody <laughs> asking, like, I don't know if they were trolling and being funny or if they were actually serious but i i thought it was amusing so i've been like we'll probably never know but yeah, yeah that's pretty funny yeah <laughs> yeah it's a it's quite the thing i, I wish i would have learned uh rust i mean the the market same, is hot if same. you uh, if you knew it yep i barely learned html and css <laughs> mm -hmm. right there with you yeah it's, yeah that's not my forte yeah, it's cool now, though, because like you don't really need all of those other platforms to build yourself like we can use Medium, we can use Twitter, we can use Reddit, like all of that stuff that people used to use on their websites and like the comment sections and stuff like I always try to just funnel them to the socials. It's like, go, go have conversations there like on on terrace spaces. I have comments turned off on everything because like this isn't a spot for you to come and like leave comments about shit, you know, like let's do that mm -hmm. on socials, not on the website yeah agreed i mean yeah all those like medium is a is a perfect example of just like you don't need to go write and create this whole blog and like yeah. all these different structures like you you have this easy to use cookie cutter solution that's available for you super nice uh let's see is there anything else uh, about the project that you want to get out there before we wrap this up and give everybody the links to the the discord and your twitter and medium and everything I guess yeah. Just uh, I'm excited to kind of bring something really new to the uh, 
the Terra, you know, Terra ecosystem, the Terra NFT world. I, I know that this is a very different concept and, you know, not the flashy profile picture status that uh, a lot of people are used to. And I think, uh, I think there's going to be a space for all, all of those kind of projects. So I hope to hope to get some people rallied around this idea and uh, let's see who the good traders and the good predictors are out there. And uh, let's have some fun playing a little game. I like that. I'm I'm excited about that part of it. Like that that just sounds fun. I uh, I have a lot of friends that like to just stare at minute charts and everything. So this kind of is like a little piece of that as far as seeing like which way it's going to go and making making kind of bets on it and everything. Exactly. Get uh, rewarded. Uh, get rewarded. There's a lot of different you know strategies for how to play it. You know, you can yeah. get rewarded if you're right, or you can use it where it's like, oh, I'm definitely long on uh, on on. Luna, but if it goes the wrong direction, like at least I'm going to win a little bit of something so I can buy some cheap, you know, buy some cheap Luna, you know, with the UST I win. There's a lot of different strategies for how to play it and a lot of different people will play it in different ways. And I, I'm excited to see how different people take the, the concept and decide to use it for their own, you know, their own strategy. That's cool too with the whole space motif, especially with things like space loot and coordinates XYZ coming along. It would be cool to be able to see a lot of uh, interoperability with these characters that some uh, projects are making inside of the spaces that other projects are making, you know, driving the spaceship that still yet this other project is making. Like, I, I feel like we're getting to a spot where this is all going to converge at one, one point and when we're going to have a true metaverse where, you know, all of our NFTs are like hanging out with each other or decorating the wall or the spaceship side or something like that, you know? Yeah, I would love to see that. I mean, uh, I, I've been talking to the Space Loot guys uh, via nowhere. So, yeah, maybe I can talk to them about how I can uh, integrate my guys into driving their ships someday. That would be quite something. Yeah, I like it. Uh, any plans for other characters as far as like aliens, robots, that kind of stuff? Or are you kind of focus more on like the, the game side of, of how this works? I guess, yeah. I mean, that's an interesting question. You got any aliens uh, in that sketchbook? To, <laughs> yeah, to try and include like an alien head or something like that. Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. I guess, like I said, I was I was, especially being like a you know a single person over here trying to develop this concept. Like I kind of just came out with the basic necessity of of the characters, and then yeah. from there I just said, you know, like cool, I did the you know the amount I needed to do to create the set, and now I need to get to work on these other components of it. So nice, or outsource uh, it. And I, also, have the, if the there's community. any artists out there who want to jump over and say like, hey, I'd love to contribute, you know, if they're willing to to work within the concept and and be integrated into it, I'm super open to having other people you know jump over and, and help me out so any other you know terra ecosystem artists who'd love to kind of jump in and get involved and, and even showcase some of their art skills um yeah i'd love to to talk to you that's awesome and uh we should mention you're uh having a thing on twitter for people to write some lore i was actually going to take a stab at that as well i'd like to maybe see some sort of like space lore where the the guys meet the aliens or something like that and see see where it goes yeah absolutely please help me expand that lore i want to hear what crazy ideas people have for the uh the way that the terraformers go out to explore the cosmos and you know where what worlds they find and how they uh how they settle love it 
Terraformers NFT project, Captain Terraformer. Pepe Silvia, it's good to have you on the show, man. I definitely appreciate you giving us some time, and we'll put links to all of the stuff, uh, the Discord, Twitter, Medium. Uh, I believe the the light paper uh, is out that kind of explains the the tokenomics and the roadmap and all that. So we'll have links to that up here on TerraSpaces.org. And uh, is the best way for people to hit you up in the Discord? You can also get me on Telegram uh, at There Is No Pepe Silvia. And yeah, whatever the best way is for you guys, out of those two, um, or on Twitter also. Awesome. And yeah, definitely make sure to come down to the Discord, say hi, say GM, say GN. Just make sure you do it in the right mm-hmm. channel and uh, get verified, get on the crew, get on the passenger shuttle, and uh, yeah, get ready to go. Super exciting Let's stuff. Go. Hell yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show, man. And uh, everyone else, thanks for listening. I'm Finn, TerraSpaces.org, and we'll catch you next time. Uh, Upcoming shows, we'll have the Hellcats people on, and then after that, we will have the Terra Turtles. So keep an eye out for those all on TerraSpaces.org. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Peace out. Intern Productions proudly presents Remix Beer, 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 beer. Let's go. Chill. My lunatics. Ha, ha, ha. Throw your hands in the air right now, man. Feel this shit right here. Don't crawl. Yeah, terabytes, I see you. Luna Lou, party on. Terra spaces, we out chill. I don't give a fuck about your profits, cause we think bigger. We from Lunaland, man, where we making the figures. Kids starving, love to fill up their plates. Half the people in the world got a frown on their face. It's a cold world, we making nice. Screw a milli for a car, let's change a life. Got the angel car parked in front of the building. Terra Ave, angel protocol is legit. Let's get rid of the bad. The world's struggling, it's too much to cope with. Bankers and market makers like us to choke his shit. Should be called armed robbery, extortion, or maybe grand loss. We do it all, we put the pieces to the puzzle Just as long as it takes all of our people here to end the struggle Came out the gate on some Doquan shit World's better with the army of the lunatics Send my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a lunar wake And then give back, give back, give back, give back Say my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a lunar wake And then give back Give back, give back, give back Bye bye to the greedy, so long to the slizzy Lunatics stay breezy, St. John stay flizzy I got a minute, ain't I'm on Columbus 5 And I just staked an angel I can give till I die With a terror squad jacket, bout to mid a galactic Lunatics on chain, snap it back like elastic We angels and angels don't hoard our goodies So never mind, we sneaking in with Luna Luna hoodies Listen, we don't pay a mission, take five bouncers, never check us And we walk around the metal detectors And there ain't even in the need for VIP section The middle class, now the new 1% So check it, people like the halo So start relaxing, let's hold a discussion About this terror chain reaction If subpoenas are your thing, better pull the trigger Gotta serve the Dow and make the southern district bigger Say my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a lunar wake And then give back, give back, give back, give back Say my angels don't dance, we just take a stance and lock a lunar wake and then give back, give back, give back, give back. Come on, yeah, the world living better now. Luna loot sweater now. Angels help you drive through any weather now. 
See, it ain't right when you hoard your millions. That's why I sport the halo, spreading good feelings. You can find lunatics at all types of shit. Out in Vegas, front row, fighting rugs and shit. If bad time comes, then just take your stake back. Cause you can get without losing. Let's create stacks. If UST breaks the peg, it ain't gonna roast you. Burning Luna, put the peg back where it's supposed to. Not even though alone could get it back. So talk to the Dow, now your bank is whack. Can't keep telling me sharing wealth is for suckers. Matter of fact, if that's true, I'll be a fucking sucker. Not even Nakamoto could imagine this. Lunatics making sure we win the championship. So my angels don't dance, we just take a stance and lock a Luna weight. And then give back, give back, give back, give back. Say my angels don't dance, we just take a stance and lock a Luna weight. And then give back, give back, give back, give back. Down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Motherfucking podcast.